Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Take the bad with the good. What I mean by that is our first show in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Comedy Zone. Rest in peace, Mike Hall. Uh, man, me and Kerwin went up there. Kerwin sold out it. It was over mm. 300 people. The only problem is the show was about two and a half hours. I would never forget when the guy said, hey, great show. You sold it out. But on a comedy club in America, don't. No comedy club in America want a two-hour show. Mm. So I realized, I, you know, I said, man, we're doing something wrong here. Like, so I, you know, I, I took that guy, I took that as game. Mm. You know, I take the criticism if you can learn from it. You know, and that's what a lot of people don't do. Today's generation, it's it's you know, it's not easy. So they just quit. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just like that's the path. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I they wouldn't let me do this. So man, I'm doing now, nah, man. You find a way. If this is your passion, you said you wanted to do this, go do it. 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 Welcome to Wild Black, a seriously opinionated podcast, bringing you the real and raw on anything happening while black. If black culture's there, we're there. If you're pissed or empowered, then let's talk about it. Ride with us on this all black everything. Everybody, welcome back to Wild Black. Welcome back. Man, I am so excited about the series we are bringing to you all right now. And it's not for the reasons you may think, right? I'm excited today because for the next four episodes, every person you'll hear from is from my hometown, Vicksburg, Mississippi, small town, Mississippi. And why that's so important to me is because I I truly believe that the inspiration we tap into in order to build amazing isn't limited to our geographic location. Some of the most amazing, most innovative, and most influential people come from what so many would consider the middle of nowhere. That's where I'm from. These are the people who don't allow the limits of their eyesight to restrict that of their dreamscape. Every day, every single day, these are the people whose imagination takes them places that most people can't even fathom. And although the terrain may be a bit foreign, the desire to explore, to achieve, and to win is a familiar and comfortable place for people like this. All this month, as I said, we're bringing you dope-ass individuals who are creating amazing, carving out their own space and defining success on their own terms. And on top of that, all from small-town Mississippi, all from Vicksburg. But trust when I tell you that we may be from small-town Mississippi, but none of us are playing small. Before I introduce you to today's guest, I want each of you to make a silent promise to yourself. I want you to hear these stories and nuggets of inspiration that are going to hit you all month long and apply them to your world and create the success you see when you close your eyes. Here's the secret. You already have what it takes to be successful. 
You just have to move past the fear and move into the education and accept, yep, at the same time, accept your responsibility to act. Learn and act. That's how you win. The worst thing that can happen is absolutely nothing, and that's exactly where you are right now. So with that, I'm going to shut up and introduce our guest. Today's guest is Mr. Elton Pope, and he damn near single-handedly made comedy a thing in Mississippi. He did this on his own back without the experience. He dreamed a dream, and he went out and achieved that dream and is still achieving it. He didn't have a history or a career in entertainment. He didn't have a world full of contacts in that industry. He had a dream, and he took action. Elton is the founder and CEO of Carpe Diem Entertainment and Carpe Diem Management. Not only does he ensure Mississippi now and now several other states laugh at the funny, but he's leading the change on the management of stage and internet comics. Elton, brother, welcome to Wild Black, man. Hey, thank y'all for having me, man. Glad to be here. Yeah. Whew, that was a mouthful. Well, you went through it. <laughs> that was a mouthful. <laughs> trying to get through it today. Yeah, trying to get through I, I it. I see you. Elton, bro, it's, um, it's real talk, man. Like, being from the same place, I've had the, the luxury and the pleasure to watch you through connections, through social media, and to see what you've done, man. So... To see you build what you have built in a place where no one expects us to build it is something that I salute you for. And, brother, I, I just respect you for even doing that, man. So I'd love for you to tell people just a little bit more about who you are and what it is that you do, bro. Man, I'm, I'm Elton Pope. I, um, I, manage, uh, I manage internet comedians. I manage people who um, have a knack for going viral. Uh, a lot of them, normally, when I, when I get them, they're new. Um, they make videos, you know, they they hadn't been on stage a lot. So I kind of groom them and make them a, a full comedian, man. Yeah. Uh, and show them ways to get paid. Show them how to get paid off the videos, you know, um, getting paid off show money. Uh, and, you know, just the different avenues in the industry. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of what I do. And I take them slow. I show them. I'm, I have an open book policy. And, um, and we just take care of our people, you know. I love it, bro. I love it. Listen. We, we do this thing called Wild Black. All right, brother, that's your thing. <laughs> it's, it's too much Vicksburg, but I get excited, you, you, bro. I you get in excited. The, you're in the zone, baby. You're in the zone. It's all good. It's all good. It's good to be in the zone. All right, so so now we're going to move into the section called Wild Black Shit. Wild Black Shit consists of three questions. First two questions get you warmed up, and then last question is our signature question we ask every single guest on Wild Black. Ooh. All right? All right. You ready to go? I'm ready. Don't let, right. this, don't let this first question get you in trouble. It's going to throw you, you. might throw you off a little bit. You've been married for a minute. Tread slowly, right, tread carefully, right. brother. I even read the question again if you need me to. You just let me know. <laughs> All right. Let's go back a few years. I think the late 1990s in the early 2000s. What are the top three songs on your Get the Draws Slow Jam playlist? Oh, we man. can call it a playlist or a tape, because back then... Right, you know, I went back, I still put tape. <laughs> yeah, tape. <laughs> I, I was rocking with that Usher, the Nice and Slow. Uh-huh. Um, okay, okay. You know, um, you know th- throw some Kells in there. Any one of them Kells going to get them done, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Wild Black does not support nor condone. <laughs> right, right, the disclaimer. Right. All right, second question, because you killed that first one. You are back in school, and unfortunately, you failed all your classes. Which black TV dad are you most afraid to report the bad grades to? A, Ghost from Power. B, Ruin Olivia's dad from Power. Oh, shit. That's from, um... Uh, who was that? I was like, who was what was the show? Um, what was the Olivia Pope show? 
Scandal. Scandal. Yeah. Scandal. Scandal. It's what you get when you when you redoing the questions yeah, right I'm before. Yeah, power. <laughs> Bernie from the Bernie Mac show. That's three. Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince. That's four. And James Evan from Good Times. That's five. Ghost, Olivia's dad from Scandal, Bernie, Uncle Phil, and Brother James from Good Times. Man, James, I would, Good. Hey, yeah, hey, man, I would, <laughs> hands would be, down. yeah, hands down, he did not play, so now. Yeah. Everybody else wouldn't, would, I don't think it would be no, no big thing, but right there, you, yeah. you might get knocked through a window or something. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. All right. I'm with you on, on, on Good Times. Third question. James what had an ass whooping arms. I'm sorry. And an ass whooping head. <laughs> head, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, third question. And our signature question. What do you love most about life while black? It, it's one of them things where you walk with your with your chest stuck out. And, Ooh, say and, you that. Know, and, and, and you just defy the odds, man. I mean... They try to put you in a box and try to narrow you, but you know, we 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 greater than that, man. So we just just consistently rise to the top, man. And, you know, that's what I like proving that the naysayers wrong, man. We have this determination about us. We ain't gonna quit. So, you know what I mean? Yep. What, what they gonna do? You know? So, man, man, that's just that's 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 what I like about it. You know? Yeah. I love that cream don't rise to the top. We do. Yeah. Right. That's my new shit right there. Made it up on the spot. That's for you, Wild Black. All right, so look, we're going to move into our dope quote. And our dope quote is something from the mouth of someone black that has relevance on the topic for today. It's from history or religion, entertainment, the arts, doesn't really matter, but it just pertains to what we're talking about today. I'm going to take a quick second and read you this quote, and I'd love to get your thoughts on it. Never be limited by other people's limited imaginations by Mae Jemison. When you hear that, bro, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? Man, just if somebody said it can't be done, still try it. Amen. 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 Because it can't be done if you don't try. Right. It is, it is impossible if you don't put any effort forward in it. And you can't quit. That's it. Cool. Well, look, I want to get into this conversation, man, because I think what you've been able to do is amazing. And I want everyone listening to recognize that they can do it, too. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I want them to hear from you on what it took, where you failed, where you won, where you were scared. I want them to understand that every feeling that they're feeling today, you already felt. You just found a way to move through that feeling and create your own success. So, Let's, let's start with this. Man, who the hell gave you permission to go out here? At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just create shit like that. Who told you you could do that, bro? Man, From I Mississippi. Just, right. Just kind of kind of fell into it, man. One of my good friends, Fred Smoot, uh, Washington Redskin, 
former Mississippi State Bulldog. It was his birthday. He was doing it. He said, I want to do a comedy show. I had never did it before. He put me over it. And, right. uh, I had to book the talent. Ended up going through a uh, booking agency in New York. Right. Got raped, man. We paid I, know, like, I know they charged the shit man, out to you on that one. And, you know, from building connections with the comedians, found out they wasn't even that much. So, you know, it wasn't my money. But at the time, I was hurt because I'm like, man, this is my guy. You know, yeah. we took an L. So it was just learning, man. Trial and error. And, uh, yeah. and uh, man, I that was my first show ever. And then I said, hey, you know what? Um... I want to bring one to Vicksburg. So I did it at the Battlefield Inn, man. I, you remember man, Battlefield Inn? So my first show, man, that's probably about, man, about 12 years ago, you know? T tell us about the first show. Who who was it? It was Carlos Miller, man. Y'all remember Carlos Miller from the 85 South Show? Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. there, man, yeah. Uh, Daryl Dams was there and K-Dub. It was Damn. a great show, man. But we I didn't know Carlos had was about even in, a, in the people. world 12 years ago doing yeah. his thing. Yeah, that's what's man. Up. And he was... He was I mean, very funny still. You know, dude is naturally funny. You I know, I believe it. I believe it. I believe he's it. He's from Mississippi. I ain't know that. Hey, from Tupelo. I mean, from Oxford. From Oxford. Man, yep. I did not know. Mm. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense though. He got he got that Mississippi swag. Yeah, so it makes sense. It makes sense. Listen, what what was the biggest lesson you learned from the very first show you did? Man, just do it yourself. Stop. Stop. Um, if you want something done right, do it yourself. You know, you can't do everything yourself, but the the majority of what has to be handled, handle it, you know? Yeah. You don't you don't come from the world of entertainment, right? No. How did you break in? How how did you after getting bent over by the by the booking agency, and that's what they do, they charge the shit out of you for stuff that they shouldn't, <laughs> right? After going through that, how did you create these inroads? How did you make these contacts? How how did you build show two? Man, I just with the comedians, uh, Marvin Hunter from Vicksburg, man, yeah, is a uh, he guided me all the way, man. Uh, great guy. Yeah. Um, he actually plugged me with the Kevin Hart Heart of the City Showcase. I remember that. Uh, man, one of the biggest um, projects of my life. And uh, wasn't Rita Brent in that too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah very talented. Yeah. And uh, man, Marvin, you know, introduced me to the guys. I was cutting my grass one day. They called me from California, man. Hey, can you do this? Absolutely, I can. And we made it happen, man. So shout out to Marvin Hunter. Thank you, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's out here in Atlanta, too. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to see him in a, in a, at the end of the month. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where's he performing at? Uh, at the Cobb Energy Arena with Ricky Smiley. Yeah. Man, he's a funny motherfucker, that, man. Man, he hilarious. He hilarious. is a funny hilarious. motherfucker, boy. Hilarious, yeah. Real good dude, too. Yeah, yeah. man. Solid, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk to us with a, with a little more detail around the first things you did. And, and, and I, I don't mean just picking up the phone and calling the booking agents. How did, how did you motivate yourself to even jump out here and try this? Man, knew it was a dry market, realized it wasn't a lot of comedy in Mississippi. Yeah. So I said, let me try it. Um, it was a lot of rap. It was a lot of R&B, a lot of blues. Let me try comedy. And um, so just kind of stayed at it, man. Kind of uh, kept a relationship with the comedians. And uh, made sure that every, everybody got paid, treated them good. You know, at the end of the day, they happy. You know, they they kept in contact with them. Yeah. There was a guy named K-Dub. He's from Mississippi also. Mm -hmm. He's from here. Uh, he stay in Atlanta now. Very funny guy. Uh, plugged me with a lot of his coworkers and, 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 you know, so it was just like, hey, this is a good guy. I need to link up. He's very funny. Yeah. So I started just running, you know, running the shows. I was taking my time, promoting old school flies on cars, you know. Yeah. Work, and, doing uh, the work. Yeah, doing the work, doing the man. work. And uh, we just built. We just built and built off every show. 
Did you have yeah. a dream then? Did you have a vision? You know what? Right then, nah. Right then, I, I can honestly say I, I never thought I would be managing. You right. know, I just said, hey, I, I was like, man, let me, I'm going to be a big promoter. I want to be, you know, do some shows and travel and, and, and do some comedy shows, you know? Right. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if it was going to turn out how I wanted it to, but, man, you know, being blessed, you know? Are you surprised at where you are now? And you know what? I am. And, uh, and the only reason I say that is because it ain't nothing that I went to school for. It ain't nothing right. that I grew up and said, hey, I wanted to do it. Uh, but it's been a lot of hard work. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's what I've been, been saying. You can do anything. Uh, the casinos, from the casino contracts to the Kevin Hart, Heart of the City, to the Miller Lite stand-up comedy competition, yeah. I did all that. And, and it's, uh, you know, it's just, it, it builds your bio. It builds, you know, it, and, and, and you keep climbing. People in, in certain regions, they can't, they'll call you. Hey, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're in New York. We want to set up a showcase here. Naturally, they don't know, you know, the demographics, so they're going to reach out to you. You set it up. You get a fine fee and money for that. Yeah. So you just, you know, you just work off your passion, man. And I, fell into, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with comedy, you yeah. know? Yeah. You came into this world through a friend wanting to create a show, and now you find yourself 12, 13 years later living in the space with, with a, a real passion for the work. Where from that start? To where you are now, did you realize that you actually loved it? From from the first show, um, seeing people laugh, man, mm -hmm. having a bad day, you know, man, coming in, going through, you don't know what they're going through. Right. But they're laughing and having a good time and changing how people feel. Right. And that's kind of what I fell in love with, you know? Yeah. I, it, it never gets old. Me laughing, you know, you can be going through something and a good laugh, hell, you know, you all right. You know, yeah. yeah. You got to so, go seek that out sometimes. Yeah. I need a little laugh yeah. in my life. I need it. And sometimes it's just so bad you got to laugh about it. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> it is what it is. But, you know, man, yeah, that's 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 kind of that's kind of what happened. Um, man, I just kind of what I did. I just kind of built my built my built my resume with comics, treated them right. Right. Uh, and just started putting on shows. And then what I started doing was I got smart. Right. They was like, Man, you're spending money on one show, but if you do two or three shows in the same weekend, you get us at a cheaper rate. So I started doing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, like Vicksburg, Jackson, and, you know, and, yeah. and, and I had another guy in Hattiesburg named Wody. I would just team up with him, and now, you know, boom, boom, boom. So now you, you, you're creating a run, and, and um, you know, and, and in certain states, I looked up, it's called the Chitlin Circuit. Right, yeah. uh, right. It's where all the black people had to perform, all the black comics had to perform back where they, where they would have let us. And right. We know they would go through Chicago and, and Tennessee, and it was little certain areas and clubs that they would perform in. So we just started kind of, you know, um, uh, remodeling the, the Chitlin Circuit, bringing it back kind of, yeah. you know, um, Wherever it's a dry county, right? You no, know, it don't have to be big. Don't have to be, you know. Hey, we gonna go. Let's give them some entertainment. You know. What What do you tell the people who are who are themselves in small town America, and they they may have a desire to do something. They they may not even know what it is. But what do you tell the person who thinks my market can't handle this? I I can't bring this here. Ain't but twelve people coming. How, how do you get past that? You got to do it. It does not take all day to do nothing. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can tell yourself, the people around you are going to say, man, I don't know if that's a good idea. But you don't know if it's a good idea, but you got to try it. And you got to be real with yourself and say, hey, is this something you can build on or is it just a, 
it's just a wash right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just, you can build on it. You know, you just have to build on it. And, and when people realize that, you know, you're a stand-up promoter, you're a stand-up guy, the people you, that's on the fly are going to come, you know, because they got the money and everybody's happy. And, you know, they're going to come and it's a good show. So it might not be you're bringing Ricky Smiley, per se, with the name. Right. But, you know, when you start off, you bring people like Marvin Hunter, who he's on Ricky Smiley's show now. Yeah. So you see how they grow and how everybody, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a platform, man, that everybody can use, you yeah. know? Yeah. Take a second. Let's talk about the business behind it, right? So I'm going to reference this a lot because I think the beginning is always important. When you got that initial call to put that initial show together and you didn't know what the hell you were doing, you just went out there and figured it out. How did you figure out, how did you learn what kind of team you needed in order to find your way towards success? Well, you, you, you find that out on show day because you try to do everything, mm. but you can't work the door. You can't, you, you, need, you need a sound, man. You can't do that. You can't do everything by yourself. So I realized you got to have a team, yeah. you know, and, and most importantly is you got to know the people you're working with, like with the talent. Like one thing I like comedy, but I don't like insulting comedy. So if you're a comedian and all you're going to do is talk about the people in the crowd, mm. I probably won't book you, you know. But if you can come and give some material by everyday life or something that's funny, yeah. I'll book you, yeah. right. you know. You got a brand that you, yeah. you really yeah. rock with. Yeah, because yeah, nobody wants to be part of the show. You know, they want to come to laugh. <laughs> right. you know? They want to come to be entertained, <laughs> yeah. not to be entertained. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you, if you had to elevate outside of comedy, and you, you... At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You had to, to talk about the inspiration to build a brand. What do you tell the people listening now who, who want to do that? Right? It, it may not be comedy, but they know that there's something they want to build. How, what, what do you tell them? Man, go do it. Seize the day. Stop wasting all that time. You, you, you're sitting back, waiting on the time to get right. It's never going to get right. That you're, gonna, you're telling yourself, oh, in a year, I'll be ready to do this. Well, do it now. Because you, you're wasting time. You're going to learn on the fly anyway. So you might as well go ahead and get going now. You yeah. know, get your growing pains out the way now. Yeah. Yeah. What does loss feel like? You know what? It feels... Like, you don't like it, but you're going to try it again because you don't like the outcome of it. So it's almost just like, you know, that happened, but I could have did. You got to be real with yourself in a loss. Because yeah. you know, because you can lie and say, oh, man, it just didn't, you know, it didn't happen. But no, yeah. you know what you didn't do. And you know, you know what you could have done better. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're in business, you got to be real with yourself and say, okay, I didn't do this, and I need to do this next time. You know, because the results is the only thing that matters. That's it. You know? 
That's, that's it. That's a hundred. Yeah. That's a hundred. Same question, opposite side. What does the wind feel like? Man, the wind feel like a champagne bottle. <laughs> 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 like everybody, everybody happy, man. You know, everybody happy. But it's it's a team effort when you realize that too. So not only do you not only win, you make sure everybody around you win. You know, and that's yeah. that's a part about being when you're over something, you know. You sell out a show, you you give the comedians bonuses just because you sold out right. and they they agreed to do a price for this. Hey, boom, you come on back. Care of yeah, yeah, the way yeah. They supposed that's to what you do. That's what you do. That's, that's how you build relationships. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So tell me this. We 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 we've talked about what it what it took and message for people who who want to build. But now let's talk about what you did yourself, right? You started, you weren't a company at the time, you were an individual planning a, a comedy stop itself. But someplace along that line, you decided to form a promotion company. Someplace along that line, you decided, I'm going to start managing artists. And, I'm, and I can only assume that someplace along the same line, you'll pick up and do something else. How, how did that happen? Because it's not accidental, right? There's something that happened there. Man, just got in it uh, in a lower lower level, learning everything, man. From the comedy clubs going, uh, man, I take out the trash, man. I, you know, like mm -hmm. I mean, when 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 you want to learn, you're gonna learn the whole game, and then you realize that it's a lot of people out here. Um, you know, the average comedian, they don't have the the following as the internet guys, mm -hmm. but now the internet guys might not be as funny. So you have to you have to take them and groom them. You just can't say, "Hey, go get on stage and make them laugh." You're gonna lose them like that. Right. You got to take them and let them study. If they are, if they love comedy, they gotta love it first. Right. If they love it, they gonna grow. If they don't, they gonna they, go. It's gonna be a money <laughs> grab, and it ain't, it ain't gonna last long. Yeah. See what I'm saying? How did you get comfortable doing that? Man, just trial and error. Yeah. That's why I say go. Uh, man, don't ever listen to what somebody say. Oh, you, man, you don't know. Go, teach yourself. That's why they got YouTube, Home Depot, do-it-yourself books. You, you can put, man, you can you can pull out an alternator with, with YouTube, you know? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just, you yeah. know, you just got to do the research, read. Don't be afraid to learn. You don't know it all. Surround yourself with people who can help you. Yeah. Just the, the level of uh, involvement and engagement, man, you, you, it ain't no laziness in 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 this quest. Like it 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 ain't no pause. It ain't no. It, it's straight gas. <laughs> it's straight go. And and it's a desire that you know that you can actually do anything you set your mind to, which is is kind of the momentum that you operate from. Look like, yeah, that's dope. Are people giving grace for the mistakes you make, especially when you're starting? Right. And, yeah. And, and I'll add a little more context. Right. When, when you jump out and, and you're doing your, your first few shows, maybe it's the first time you've booked a spot, the club owner or manager has expectations. They have things that they're looking for that you as a brand new person just simply may not know, right? How do you move through that when you don't know what you don't know? Well, man, and, and you just have to be understanding and take, it, take, take the bad with the good. What I mean by that is our first show in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Comedy Zone, rest in peace, Mike Hall. Uh, man, me and Kerwin went up there. Kerwin sold out it. It was over mm -hmm. 300 people. The only problem is the show was about two and a half hours. I would never forget when the guy said, hey, great show. You sold it out. But on a comedy club in America, don't no comedy club in America want a two-hour show. 
So I realized, I, you know, I said, man, we're doing something wrong here. Like, so I, you know, I, I took that, I took that as game. Mm-hmm. You know, I take the criticism if you can learn from it. Amen. You know, and yeah. that's what a lot of people don't do. Today's generation is, it's, you know, it's not easy. So they just quit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like, that's the path. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I, they wouldn't let me do this. So, man, I'm doing now, nah, man. You find a way. If this is your passion, you said you wanted to do this, go do it. Yeah. Live with the mistakes, learn from the mistakes. Absolutely. And it, it sounds like even in that incident, you had someone who saw enough in you to say, let me, let me give him some game. Let me, let me, let me redirect. Let me correct a little bit so things get nothing but better. How's your relationship with that with that particular club now? Man, we uh, we still work there. We still work there. Yeah, figured it had to be. All right, if, if you had to boil down what you do to three things, what do you think those three things are? Number one is get my artists paid. Amen. They get paid. They go from having views to making no money mm-hmm. to getting paid. I also teach them how to be a comedian. We groom them. You know, they're naturally funny. Right. But they may not know how to set up a joke, right. you know, and 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 and, and that's important, yeah. you know. Um, and what we do also is is we surround our comedians, our artists, with good comedians who right. will teach them. Been in the game for twenty years, right. can show them show them what to do. They just have to listen, you know. Yeah. And and, and third, man, what I do is I just make it easy for them. I make it to where they all they got to do is show up. Do the show. Everything is handled. They get paid. I do all the dirty work. I love and that. that's, you know, that's, that's, that's what we do. That's right. what we're supposed to do. I feel that. Listen, so, mm-hmm. you know, we, we had Curran on the show. And listeners, you'll hear, you'll hear that episode next week. One of the stories he told was how you were relentless in knocking on his door. I, I think he said something to the effect that you knocked on the front door, and you knocked on the back door, and you opened the window. And he kept telling you no. He kept like, nope, I'm going out of town. I can't do it. And, and the way he talked about it was because he was operating from a place of fear. He didn't know how to stand up and, and tell a joke in the moment, right? What is it about you and, and your foresight and vision that told you, one, he was where you should be knocking, and, and, and two, gave you the credibility, the, the ability to say, I want to put you on? Man, I just seen his work ethic. Uh, it, it. I mean, he's one of the hardest working comedians in the game. Period. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious too. You watch his page. He puts he puts tons of value out. It's co- content out, and it's coming every day. Um, so it was a no brainer for me. It was right there in Vicksburg. You know, I'm like, man, listen, you got a hundred thousand followers. You need to turn that into some money. Yeah, you know. Uh, period, man. I know you see the likes, man. You you got to structure it to where you could be getting paid because this is a new wave here, and 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 he he didn't understand in that first, but I'm I'm like, man, people calling, they want to see you, so mm-hmm. let's 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 just see what we can do, and man, we just we launched our own tour, and it's been successful, man. Ever I since, I love it, man. Mm-hmm. So he was a hundred thousand then uh, on <laughs> Instagram by itself. I know he's. Right at a million now. Right at a million. And, right and that's now. just one of his platforms. So I know Kerwin on a regular basis is talking to millions of people and engaging with, with millions more. But you said a key thing that I think is important for anyone who's looking to build a business. You started talking about how do we translate these likes and these follows to these dollars. 
What does that look like in your world? How does someone translate likes and follows and engagement into hard, real money? Man, you have to go to YouTube, get your social media monetized, you know, um, make a lot of people got views, but it's foolishness. And I mean, they're not going to come see you at a show because they, you know, man, it, you know, they, it, you, you're going in, you're fighting or you're doing, so it's foolishness. So they don't want to sit up here and watch you do stand up. You're killing your brand. You got to understand. If you notice one thing about Kurtman, he don't cuss. Yeah. At all. And, that, you know, that's, that's, that's a whole nother brand. Yeah. That he can win off of, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I encourage. These guys are already stars. You just got to guide them and show them how to get the money off of it, which is easy. Yeah, yeah. What? How many different ways are there to make money from Man, this? it's a ton. Endorsements, promotions, shows, man. I mean, it. it, it uh, listen, they can make money. And uh, it, it's a new era. It's yeah. like, I mean, like, it, right now, you don't need Hollywood. You can go shoot your own movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 get the views and the money if yeah. that's what you're after. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. just you got to do it. You got to believe in yourself and go do it. I love that. Mm. Tell us about the mistakes you've made. Plenty. Uh, <laughs> man, you know, um, when I first came in, I came in with a, with a, with a mindset of, um, man, you know what, what are we going to do? I'm going to do this. We're not going to work with nobody. But you have to work with people. Right. You know, um, a, a lot of times you will look and you will say, I'm going to go do a show in Hattiesburg. But, you know, it's another brother that's doing shows in Hattiesburg. Instead of you going, why don't you team up with him? You know, you, if, if you, can, you can learn from each other. You can help each other. It ain't all about you doing it yourself. It's about you seeing what another guy doing and say, hey, man, we can team up together. Hey, you know, and everybody happy at the end of the day. That's kind of what I do. Uh, I just make relationships and, and build on them. You know, um, one of the things that I, I try not to do is just look at people like, oh, man, he's stepping on my toes. and he. No, man, this is a free world. When people see it and you're doing it right, they're going to want to do it, you know? Yeah. And you ought to feel encouraged. You ought to say, hey, man, when I was doing it, nobody was doing it. Now, look, they want to do it. Yeah. Because that's that's life. That's that's That that lets you know you're doing something right. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, so I just, I say, man, um, I kind of doubted myself at first. I kind of moved slow, like, I don't think we're ready for it. And then I, my wife was like, you should just go ahead and do it. If this is what you're going to do, do it. At the time, I was working for the state. So I was kind of, uh, I was I was afraid to to take that step. Right. You know, you know, you got a security of a check coming every yeah. two weeks, yep. man. So, you know, you can get kind of comfortable. Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, and, and one thing about it, when I stepped out independent, when I was paying $600 for insurance, I missed that state job. I'm like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait a minute now. Right. But that's just all the growing pains. That's all, you know, when you step out and be entrepreneurs and work for yourself, you got to do it the right way. And there's no way I was going to be out here with my family and have no insurance, you know. Yeah. So that's just handling your business and being smart, you yeah. know. Yeah. Talk to me about mentorship, man. Have people been there to mentor and teach you? And, and are you out there doing the same for others? Man, absolutely, man. Uh, I was mentored by Dick Gregory, man, the late, great Dick Gregory. Oh, wow. Did several it's shows with him, man. Bro. I did his his final show was in Little Rock before he died. Did two other shows before that in Jackson, Mississippi, and in Nashville, Tennessee. Great guy. Thank you, Bubba. Thank you. 
I appreciate all the knowledge you gave me, man. And, uh, you know, I'll never forget some of that stuff. Wow. How the hell did that come to Damn, me? Man. Yeah, that that because yeah, that, that was a real flex, right? <laughs> yeah, there, that was that was strong. That was. Man, just booked him for a show in Jackson, and we just we linked up, man. At the time, he wasn't really uh, working, so I was kind of taking him into different markets, putting money in his pocket, yeah, and uh, and learning, man, soaking up game, and uh, man, the brother, the brother, he was a very intelligent guy. I know there was some you game know? there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. So how are you helping other folks trying to break in? Man, uh, I uh, I coach a uh, youth football team. Uh, we make it free. Mm -hmm. uh, we're the only youth organization in our league that does not charge anything. Wow. So, uh, man, we, we bring them in, you know, and we try to teach them more than just football. Because in football, you know, you learn a lot of discipline that helps you in life. So, uh, man, that's kind of how I'm giving back now. Right. Is uh, just, just donating my time, the money, and effort on these kids and trying to give them something positive to do in the community. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What, what's missing in... I'm, I'm, let me step, take a step back. This is going to be more of an overall question. What's missing in comedy right now? Man, what's missing in comedy right now, I would say, is uh, people need to lighten up, man. Uh, it's comedy <laughs> yeah. for a reason, man. Right. Satire. People are going to make fun of things that, you know, that you might not agree with. Just lighten up, and that's what's missing. Yeah. It's comedy for a reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's talk about your management company. What's the goal there? Who are some of the comics that you're managing that people should, look, should be looking out for? And where, where are you taking things? Man, uh, man, we, we're always an open roster looking to add new people. Mm -hmm. But we're going we're gonna to take it into a booking agency, a production company. We do everything in-house. Uh, shout out to Tyler Perry. You know, uh, when you give us that vision. Um, it's a lot, man. Uh, uh, Comedian-wise, uh, Hey Tony is a new guy that I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. He's very funny. Has a lot of followers. Check him out. Justin Whitehead. He's from Atlanta. I don't know if y'all know Justin Whitehead. He does a 600-pound mm -hmm. uh, club. Have y'all seen that? Yep. Mm -hmm. Very funny brother. Check him out. Timothy Scott, a.k.a. Timbay from Houston, Texas. Over a million followers. Very funny guy. Check him out. So for someone, not on the business side, but someone who wants to break into comedy or who's already trying to break into comedy, how do they get in touch with you? How do they connect with you? How do they learn from you? I'm on every social media site. My artists, you'll see me, but you can go to my website at www.carpediemmanagementgroup.com. Look me up and always hit me up. I'll put my number out there, but I'm going to say one, carpediemmanagementgroup.com. Hit me up on the email. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's go back to when you when you started the business. What happened in that moment? What what was the catalyst for you saying, you know what, I'm I'm about to make this official? Man, you know, uh, for several years, I'm not afraid to say it. 
I had a business, but didn't have a business. You know, yeah. I, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. you know. But when it familiar starts growing, that that's, that's, that's most of us started. Yeah, you know, like familiar that. with that one. <laughs> but, but when it starts making money and you starting to realize, hey, let me get my LLC, let me get everything together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, I was just going so fast, I wasn't ready. Yeah. And then like, like you know, Lord pushed me to, you know, hey, you got, you got to get right. And uh, with, when I went to the casinos, it was like you couldn't get paid unless you had. Yeah. Uh, insurance and you LLC. Got, you got to be legit. Right. You got to be yeah. legit. Yeah. So that that just kind of, man, when the casino was all new money for me. And I was just like, wow. You know, and I, I realized that you can get, you know, it's a whole nother, whole nother tax bracket out here. You just keep on working, <laughs> you know? You know, th- that actually brings me That's to another true. question, right? So you've talked a lot about being a promoter, right? And I, I think the vast majority of us understand being a promoter to be something like, I call a venue, I book a venue, I give them a door guarantee, bar guarantee, whatever the case may be, I put on a show, I go home, I rinse and repeat. But but you've talked about not only doing that, but you're talking contracts, casino contracts and things like this. So help us to understand the world past calling, booking a, a, a venue and putting on a show. What, what else is out there? Because you seem to be doing more. You got to have a contract to protect you. Uh, I mean, you you know, yeah. I mean, in a in a in a perfect world, a handshake is is good, you know. But man, when that money stops flowing, people forget. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just best to have it in writing and 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 dot your i's and cross your t's. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I mean, that's just you protecting yourself and your investment. Yeah. And that's you know, that's all I would say as a promoter. Yes have a contract with the venue, have a contract with the artist, have a contract with the DJ. It's just have a contract with security. I mean, it's just, you just have a contract with everybody, you know? Cross your eyes and dot your teeth. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So when you when you talk about a contract with the casino, is this something bigger than a one event thing? Or is... Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, man, weekly, uh, man, they pay. Um, I mean, you, I mean you, you look at doing... Four shows a uh, four shows a month, but they pay you on a weekly basis. Uh, I mean, you winning, you so know. Every month, y'all yeah. booking four shows at the casino. Yeah, and That's you know, cool, it, it ain't no little budget that you know. I mean, they, <laughs> you know, they got money. money. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, they, you know, you know. Yeah, and that just kind of that 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 took me to my next level to where all the comedians was like, "Hey, man, I don't know if y'all know, but we going to Vicksburg." At the at the Lady Luck Casino, yeah, because I was able to use the casino money to book my guys, and I just kind of added on to my reputation, yeah. Of, yeah, you know. So now you don't just knock on doors; people so knock on your yeah, door. Yeah, they calling yeah. now, man. Let me come pick that money up. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So where are you operating at now? Man, I'm operating at my house, man. I operate at my house. I love the, it, the, bro. The cut down my cost. Yep. I'm not going to do a storefront because my office you is can, the world. You can, you can write travel. off space right. in your house. Right. Yeah, you right. know, I travel, man. We bring the shows to them, and that's what we do, you know. And yeah. uh, and that's that. That's the thing about entertainment, yeah. you know. Flow like water, man, you yeah. know, and that's that's the blessing of it. So are are you in all markets now? Are you all doing shows all everywhere markets, now? Everywhere. It's a blessing. Man, that's so fucking beautiful, man. I, I wanna dip into a story for a moment. What's what's been one moment on the road, regardless of, of who you are traveling with, where you're like, oh shit, this is going south real fast? Man, we did a uh a show in Tyler, Texas. Mm-hmm. It was with um uh, um what's the guy? Um uh, 
light-skinned guy, man. Pookie, Pook, Pooch Hall. Yeah, 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 Pooch yeah, Hall. yeah. The promoter got Kerwin there. Uh, Kerwin's on stage. And, man, uh, we just noticed that, you know, I asked him for the money. And he was like, man, scrambling and, man. Mm. And, so come to find out, nobody on the show got paid. You know, it was Damn. just like, you know, hey, what's going on? We out of town. So, man, needed to say, I had to talk with the promoter, you know. I got Kerwin his check. We are, <laughs> but yeah, man, it was just like sound you like know, my office hours are nine to five kind of moment. <laughs> and, and 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 that let me know the uh, you know instead of you doing something stupid, getting yourself locked up. Yeah, that's why you need a contract. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that bonds them to legally, so yeah. you can just go get your money because that's what you want anyway. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you know, so you know, yeah. and the right mistakes turn into great lessons. Man. Absolutely, turn into great lessons. Had to be in Texas too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about Texas. Yeah, yeah. A, Texas really been fucking up quite a lot lately. Yeah, except the Cowboys. Man. Cowboys is booming. <laughs> man, what's the advice you tell people just to? just to be able to go motivate themselves. Don't let the grass grow under your feet. Don't take all day to do nothing. Seize the day. Yeah. Go do it. Yeah. What's next for you, brother? Man, like I said, we shooting movies. We uh we finna oh, shoot sure. our own movies, man. We finna work on uh we got we got the followers. Right. But we just finna put our own content together and we're going to put it out there. I love that, brother. I love that. Let's um are you got anything brother, for moving to this F section? Mm -mm, cool. Good. Man, I, I, I really love to kind of turn the microphone over to our guest and, and let them share whatever it is that they want to share with our audience. And, and as I was thinking about this episode and reflecting on, like, the Facebook post that I saw come from you, right? The Facebook post that I saw hitting from people who were supportive of you and, and were watching you, the thing that, that really struck me was you have been truly consistent this entire time. Like, personally, like, to the fact that I know that there's going to be a holiday show in Vicksburg because you do it every single year. So, as, as you think about the most important elements of creating a plan and executing a plan, what are those to you? Man, it's, you got to really work for it. I know you going I know you can say you want it, but do you really want it? When you hit that, when you hit that hump, when somebody tells you no, they, they, oh, it ain't this. Are you are you gonna are you gonna find no a way? Are you gonna find a way? And that's that's the only thing that you know that I would encourage people to do is because you're gonna have people. It's gonna be your family, mm -hmm. your best friend. They don't want to see you make it. Yeah. They don't. They don't. They don't want you better than them. So they're going to say, don't do it. Don't do it. It ain't going to work. And then when it start working, they're like, man, you, you, you work, you know. <laughs> you going to put me on? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's one of them, trust yourself. You can lie to everybody but yourself. Yeah. yeah. You're going to either you're going to work for it or you're not. Yeah. 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 What's, what's been the thing that has brought you the most pleasure that you worked for? Man, actually seeing my dad, like, Hey, boy, you know, because when I was with the casino, man, he was like, you running the streets, you in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he, he was hard on me, man. But now I think he sees that I'm working for myself. I'm successful. You know, we ain't out here doing nothing bad. Yeah. We're making people laugh, man. Laughter is joy. Yeah. And, and man, that's, that's what we spreading, man. So you know, he sees now this is a this is something. This is real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is real. Huh? Legit. Yeah. 
Well, bro, at the, at the end of the episode, man, I always want to give the, our guests the opportunity to say whatever it is that's on their heart or mind to say. So while you have the ear of the entire wild, wild black audience, bro, what do you want to tell them? I just want to tell you if you're out there and you, and you, and you have any doubt on, on starting your business, listen to me. Jump off the porch right now. Stop wasting time. Do it right now. Start learning today. That's the only way you're going to get somewhere tomorrow. That's beautiful. Listen, Wild Black, I know today's episode is just a slight bit shorter than normal, but I always try to respect our guests and their timeline. Elton's got to go to a, another engagement. He laced you all with a bunch of dope information, things to get you off your ass and go get moving. So, brother, if you would just tell the people, again, how to track you, how to keep up with you, how to engage with you, look it out of here. Carpe Diem Management. One Carpe Diem Management Group.com is my email. Hit me up, 601 709 7894. We seize the day at Carpe Diem Management. That's what I'm talking about. Art, brother, you got anything? Hey, I love it. Seize the day. That's so it. Let's That's get it. it. All right. Wild Black, peace. We out. We love you. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.